pair off with a brand new app in the third part in the drag series. And now we have, we did Donna Kebab and then we did some baby drags, Jackson Coke and Lol Loser. And now we have uh, another king, Adam Zappel. Hello. <laughs> and a queen, Ruby Jewel. Hello. Hello, how are we? Round of applause. <laughs> so, first thing we're going to talk about is we're going to have a bitch about hospitality and some of the people oh. we have to deal with in it. So, Adam and I were just talking off air about how when you ask someone to have some water, politely to have some water, and they give you attitude for it, and you're just thinking, like, bro, the more you argue, the less likely we are to give you another drink. Well, yeah, because, like, some people come up to the bar who are inebriated inebriated that's the word is that the word yeah okay cool that with words completely intoxicated yeah they're quite intoxicated and they try to pull it off as being you know not Mm. and I'm like look I'll give you some water come back in a little bit and I'll see how you're going Mm. and then some people are real chill about that and other people are just like no, fuck you. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. And then it's like a one-on-one the, back-to-back kind of thing. until, exactly. And then a manager comes in when they realize I get, I start to get a bit, um, mm. yeah. <laughs> well, like the, the reflection, the fucking thing is, it's like, it's almost like a test. If you say yes to the water, like, okay, great. I know you still got a good attitude. You're going to be okay. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They have to understand that it's for their benefit. Mm. Exactly. Like, like they think want, about it that way. They yeah. want to have more fun, mm. so we're just letting them have more fun, but at kind of a pace. Yes. There's a couple of exactly. waters in between. Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand? You were drunk enough. Like, just also, trust. Also you were drunk that. enough. You can wait half an hour, drink this water, and chill out. Mm. Literally chill out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people are just, like, just real waste of human skin. Just. Like, we had a show on you yesterday at my work, and I think we had, like, a capacity of 350, 400 people, Mm -hmm. and we put out enough chairs for that, Mm -hmm. and, oh, we put out out what we were told to put out, which apparently wasn't enough, because we had a a family come in, an old man, his wife, and this guy's daughter, and he got really narky at me, and he was like, why aren't there enough fucking chairs? And I'm just like... The venue's full to capacity of chairs, so we can put out. And he's just like, oh, what the fuck are we supposed to do? And I'm like, find a spot somewhere, sit on the floor. And then I was like, with a with a real attitude, I was like, would you like me to get some chairs for you? Mm. And he was like, yeah, that'd be nice. I'm like, I can't be right back. Mm. Get the chairs. And then he decides to not um, sit at the chairs after getting all narky and rude at me. So I just like throw these chairs backstage and storm off. <laughs> no. But a good attitude pays off in hospitality because I remember one time when I took uh, an ex on a date, a dinner date. Uh, we won't talk about the ex, but we'll talk about the dinner date. Sure. Um, we'll, uh, we were talking about, um, I was like, we ordered dinner and we had the dinner and then we ordered the dessert to share. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> the, yeah, the king's cup is loud. It is. It's a fucking heavy vessel. Imagine glassing someone with that. Is it heavy? <laughs> Assault. Assault. <laughs> but anyway, the um yeah, I we asked for dessert and then um like 
it was taking a while, like nearly an hour. And I sure. just calmly called him over and said, hey, like, we're waiting for our dessert. It's like, it's no stress. Is, uh, will it take much longer? And because we were nice about it, they gave us the dessert for free because oh, we cool. had to wait. Yeah. It's like, it's just because we weren't assholes to them. Yeah, exactly. I was a little bit suspicious at first, like, free dessert today? Jizzing it or something? <laughs> <laughs> mm, what's mm. that? Mm, that's salty. Uh, that's familiar, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I ordered uh, I ordered banana pudding, not salted caramel. Okay? <laughs> um, mm. But um, yeah, that fucking was definitely yeah. So being nice to hospital definitely pays off, wouldn't you guys agree? Absolutely. Hundred percent. Mm. Like I work, I've just finished working five days straight, and it's yeah. been exhausting on me mentally and physically. Um, but. At the end of the week, like yesterday, our managers and, and the kitchen staff all made us like bulk, like fuckloads of curry. Mm. So we had like, before we had work, we all just sat down, had a drink and had some curry and we were like, oh. thanks for the week, guys. So yeah. we got like a free, mm. full, hearty meal. We got to take some home. Like it does have, it's definitely got its benefits. Mm. Definitely. I mean, makes me very grateful for the boss I'm had. She sends us home with a free curry every night. So Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. We love that. a free curry. Mm. Yeah. Any perks in your job, Ruby? Apart from just good-looking fellas coming up and hitting on you all the time? Oh, man, that just <laughs> never ends. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think the perks for me is just... Oh, it, may, it may sound cliche. Sorry. It may sound cliche, but I honestly enjoy just... Seeing people happy seeing a show, seeing them dance, mm. just look, having a good time, mm. like putting away their bullshit just for a moment. Mm. Like we know there's a lot of problems in the world, but that's why us entertainers are here. We're here to take you away from that. So, mm. and I guess, but like, I guess a cute little perk from the job, especially like a cute perk from a job that I have, which is Connections Nightclub, um, is whenever. I am in a show, I'm given the privilege to um, have people on a guest list. Mm -hmm. So if there's any like special people I'd like, they get to skip the line, they get free entry and they get to come see a show. Obviously it's at 1am, so mm -hmm. a lot of people in my life have don't really enjoy that. But when they when they do, it's really nice to see my friends and people outside of that world come mm -hmm. come to see the show. And that itself is a, is a wonderful perk. As well as, you know, because it's a nightclub. Mm. We get free drinks from time to time. Mm. That's always appreciated. Oh, and Red Bull. Oh, always. Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah. Can't, I, can't, I can't drink when I'm behind the bar. I can't do it. It's just oh, something. Yeah, neither. Yeah. Like, honestly, like... That's bullshit, because I've seen you drink behind the bar. I take I take my moments where I'll have a shot, <laughs> yeah. but I won't get drunk. I yeah. can't get drunk behind the bar. I'm trying to serve people. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. And like when I'm drunk, I get even more thirsty. And if I'm serving people a lot, I get thirstier again. So mm. it's, I don't want to be, thirsty, be too thirsty. thirsty. I'm already thirsty at life. <laughs> like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> No, not thirsty for attention behind the bar, though. Get yeah. enough of that. No, not at all. It just seems to just happen for some reason. <laughs> well, attention. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, can I just get you a drink, please? Mm -hmm. I, there's this whole bar oh my here. God, you're so beautiful. You're yeah. like, yes, I know uh, what you, you want. <laughs> you never get attention from the people you want, which is I get attention from much, like, 50-year-old, worn-out gay men. Sure. And old meth head ladies. Old crap holes. <laughs> and it's like, that, that's, that's my thing yeah. and I've like exclusively dated pretty much older women and my entire life but like generally they've got a full head of teeth 
when I start dating them. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. Which is always nice. It is always nice, you know. It's nice to have a full head of tea. You know, it, it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is nice when they, you know, don't have fucking, what's the, what's the thing you call the old people? Dentures or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, when they have teeth in their head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come out teeth. Yeah, exactly, dentures. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rue is getting what looks like a Vietnam flashback to something. Got a oh story to tell. No, I'm just... My granddad. <laughs> Speaking of dentures, though, I used to work at a um, dental reception place years mm. ago. It wasn't great. Um, but there were always these elderly people that came in to where I worked, and um, they would just take their dentures out and put them on the table in front and be like, broken. Mm. And I'm like, yes. Yes, get, get them off and just push them back towards them or like grab a tissue just, mm. I'm like don't put your gummy salivary dentures on my table it's just no mm. <laughs> no it would be pretty disgusting yeah mind you I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like um, if someone walked up to the bar and pulled their dentures out if they put them on the table I feel like that'd be but if they pulled their dentures out and put them in their pocket I'd just think, be thinking to myself I want to talk to this person I feel like I have a story to tell <laughs> So what's, what's the attention that you guys get that you don't like? And what's the attention you do get that sometimes that you do like? Because I told you Ooh. what I don't like. <laughs> well, I'm non-binary and I get all the attention that people, that I'm a girl mm. all the time. And mm. it's just, I like to remind them that I'm not and they're very respectful and nice about it. And mm. then, it, then they overdo the fact that I'm non-binary and they keep being like, oh, this person, they, like, which is great, mm. but like, they'll proceed to get more and more drunk throughout the night and then just get just ends up getting really fucking annoying mm. no I'll treat you like a piece of shit yeah thank you I mean I'll just treat you like that anyway yeah you gorgeous know? thank yeah, you yeah, yeah. So that's all I want that's awesome. all I want yeah 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 just to be treated normally yeah like the piece of shit I am yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> I think for me the attention I don't want definitely have to be which happens to be a common occurrence is yes I know I look a certain way but that does not mean I am public property or that gives anybody the right to try to find where my genitals are oh honestly yeah honestly that's the thing that gets me the most it's like okay cool you get it you know I'm in drag you know I have to put something away so why do you need to go searching for it yeah what's the it's not yours I don't get it it. it's so weird well hospitality should be Good-looking hospitality should be treated like a um, like museum property. Hundred percent. Look, but don't touch. Hundred percent. Just in general, um, unless like, they're a really cute girl. Well, no, unless you know, with consent, <laughs> and someone lets you in their personal bubble. Do not yeah. touch. Like, <laughs> simple as that. Exactly. Oh, you know the videos floating around with me on TikTok. That night, I did those interviews. Oh yeah. I got groped. So many times. In the, when you're in the onesie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I, happens. Mm. Northbridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruby's got like, had just a little smile on her face. She's like, oh, I know why. <laughs> Sorry, I actually wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Something else. <laughs> like, well, I mean, there are pretty lights on right now. Yeah, they, they, they are really pretty. I know, right? Mm. Mm. Where did I put the fucking remote from? There we go. Right next to you, bro. Mm, I know. Oh. Mm. That's fun. Mm. It's like Scarlet Witch. Yeah. 
No, but yeah, that fucking night, I had people pulling on my tail, pulling on my horn. Oh, yes. People, it's, you know, there's, there's, there's no... trying to get inside the onesie, and it's like, come on. <laughs> there's no, like, consent when yeah. it comes to drunk people in Northbridge. Yeah. Like, like, I was I'm out. trying to actually... This is work for me. Like, yeah, it's, a, exactly. it's a hobby, but it's, it's kind of like work. No, exactly. Know? I was yeah. out a couple of weeks ago watching a show um, at Connections on Saturday. I was in drag, and I think I got my crotch area touched and grabbed about four or five times in mm. the state of like an hour by like, mostly chicks I bet uh two like a couple of drunk chicks and then we had like a, there was a couple of drunk men but I was mm. just like oh my god why do you why do you have to know why do you need to know what's between my legs yeah like who cares mm. yeah. like who cares yeah. and going back on the attention like the, the ones that we definitely do look for is obviously people who are open minded and Exactly. Want to actually genuinely want to know, you know, what the art form is like, or even just like what we have to go through, because mm. it is a lot of effort. Like it's effort that pays off, though. It's not effort that doesn't seem like it's rewarding, because it is. Yeah. Because you then realize, like, oh, look what I've just done. Like, yeah. It's so it's an incredible feeling to do drag, and when people are interested in knowing just how it feels. Or just yeah, exa- exactly the ins and outs of the craft and the profession. Mm. That's the attention that we want, oh, and exactly, that's the conversations yeah. we want to have. Like it's none of your business what's under there, or you know. And if you respectfully want to ask, you know, what our pronouns are, of course we're going to respectfully tell you what they are. Absolutely. But, you know, don't don't be a fool about it. Mm. Like yeah, just one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Just don't be an idiot. Nobody <laughs> likes assholes, so don't be one. No one likes assholes. Yeah. Well, I mean. No. Some do. Some do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. Hip hip hooray for assholes. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That works. Yeah, oh, yeah. sure. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, the one thing, like, because I remember talking to Donna about it, and she, like, because we were talking about culprits and things like that. Mm. Speaking of which, there's a lot of ground we need to cover because I want to ask you guys a lot of the same questions sure. that I asked Donna. Okay. First off, Donna was saying like, because she does hens part and hens nights a lot. Oh, yeah. And um, she was going on about how the um, hens nights, like typically, like she was saying for her, it's, um, yeah, you can put it down. You can, you can make a noise, it's fine. Yeah, it's okay, you know. Um, <laughs> For context, um, Ruby's just silently tried to put a cup down yeah, on the table yeah, yeah. so it doesn't make a noise. Okay. Ruby, be a ninja. Ruby, we appreciate your effort. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, she was saying, like, the biggest culprit for her, as far as percentage wise, even when she's at connections, is getting gropes from females as opposed to males. Absolutely. Which, yeah. like, she was saying, for I her, mean. I think it's probably different for every drag, you know, like, depending on, but yeah. you know, yeah. what your biology is, what you look like at the time. But for her, she was saying, like, she gets groped an unimaginable amount by, by girls. I would definitely say, personally, yeah. I would say the women definitely, and, you know, obviously, um, cisgender women, uh, outweigh the number of men purely because of their over curiosity yet again so it's it's in a non-sexual way not necessarily sometimes it can be i've had those experiences too i don't know why but whatever whatever gets you off but yeah like the curiosity it's the hair they touch the hair 
which is you can tell, especially if it's like immaculately styled, mm. like a lot of us like sometimes that. will either do it or pay a lot of money to get it done. Mm. But don't touch it. Mm. It took a lot of time and effort or money to get that done. So why are you touching it? Mm. Why do you need to go? Oh, I love your hair. It's like when you see the hand come out, and you like do the we thing, immediately the whole, like, snap avoid. and grab. The, we grab the hand. We're like, no, 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 no touching. No touching. They do it Not with the makeup. They do it with the body. Like, oh, your body's so. And even though it's like padding, it still feels really invasive. Mm. Like, it's like, why are you, why are you touching me? And a lot of the times, and because they're drunk, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. I find it is a lot easier to kind of. And not put them in their place, but to at least pacify them. Yeah. Oh, to, 100%. to then just say and turn around. Now, what is it? Have we been fighting for ladies? Is it consent? Mm. Yes. Yeah, okay. Cool. What are you guys doing now? Mm. Not that. And then they suddenly pull back and go, Oh, I'm so sorry. And they <clears throat> reel it all back in and it's like, okay, cool. Problem solved. But like, don't do that again. Yeah. You know, I can't, kind of have to school them. I get they're drunk, but that's no excuse either. Well, drunk is... adults are basically like babies anyway. Mm. Yeah. They're pretty much up. Literally, pretty much my up. J- I go. I my job is looking after children. Mm. Like, I mean, I, and I, and I, 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 I give I give them juice. I give them yeah. I give them juice, and then I cut off their juice oh. at I a mean, certain time when they when they get too cut silly. Cut off their naughty juice. Cut off their naughty juice when they get too silly. And then I'm going to give them good juice. Mm. I mean, I have to fall, nice but like it's like we still respected like yeah, people's boundaries. Absolutely. Like, I mean, we all get yeah. drunk every now and then. Oh, me more than most. But um, it, it's something that like. Not to suit my own horn or anything, <laughs> but uh, it's something like I feel like kind of I've had moments where I've been a fucking handful, sure. and like, but those were generally at like one-off times, and I can honestly count them on one hand the amount of times I've been. <clears throat> but like, if you go to my the lady I work for now, I used to drink a lot at her bar mm. before I worked there. Yeah. And that's because I lived right across the road from sure. her. So it wasn't a case of walking home, it was a case of crawling home. <laughs> yeah. So, and I was honestly, like, she'll tell you to this day, she was like, you were always the most well-behaved drunk. And I'm just thinking, it's like, I'm the most fucking, like, I say the most outrageous shit. I'm one of the horniest motherfuckers. And she was <laughs> saying, you're you're fucking the most well-behaved. And it's like, if I can pull my shit together, so can the rest of you. Literally, Mm. it's not hard. But I think the people who are the biggest... I had this talk with someone, Dim Slim, um, when we were doing an episode about rap recently. Mm. The people who cause the biggest trouble while on drugs or drinking generally cause the biggest trouble while sober anyway. You know, alcohol and drugs actually have very little to do with it. Yeah. In, in my experience, I've seen people who are totally pissed. There's one guy at my bar, Ross, who, like, I force feed him alcohol. Like, at last call, I was like, when there's all the unfinished drinks on the table, I know he wants to drink it. And I'm like, Ross, you got 10 minutes to finish whatever's on the table. Oh. And he was like, yeah, give me 10. And he just goes for Next it. Day, and, yeah. and the thing is, I'm never worried about him. Fair. I have other guys, like, they get five drinks into them, and I'm mm. like, oh, fuck, yeah. you know? Yeah, true. So... I, I definitely think, yeah, definitely, the, where they are mentally on the day is, yeah. is a definite main factor of where you're probably going to end up Very once you're intoxicated. Mm. Like, so that's why, essentially, when I refuse a drink from someone, I would... 
because I do get a lot of, like behind the bar I do get a lot of offers from people you know offering to buy me a drink and I appreciate the gesture and I don't mean to offend anybody when I reject it but I would just respectfully like to stay sober because right now I'm feeling some type of way. I just want to get my work done mm. and then go home and call it a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm not in the mood to drink. So, yeah. and if I did, it would not end up well. Yes. I'd probably be one of those angry drunks. Oh yeah. I'm nerfed, an emotional drunk. Get a bit emotional and all that. And I don't want that. That's not, that's not cute. Mm. I had a time a couple of weeks ago at the club and I just got trashed. Yeah. That Thursday night. Oh, yeah. Well, the night, the yeah. first night we met, yeah. it was the same night I met Donna, and I come up and there's all these tall fucking drag queens around, <laughs> yeah. just pupils on the outside of my head, my onesie, <laughs> just completely gone. Yeah. I am, and I'm surrounded by all these tall drag uh, queens and one solitary king at the time. Adam, and <laughs> they, I was just like. When you tripping balls as hard as I was, because I was candy flipping, this is just like, whoa. When you see wow. someone as tall as Donna Kebab, yeah. you do feel some kind of way. Yeah. Well, it was crazy. Like, I, like, she was tall when I first met her, but then when I went to do the podcast with her and I, I met Donna out of drag, yeah, yeah. and she was out of heels, barefoot, still, still really fucking tall, yeah. and I'm like... I love her. She's a supermodel. She's a goddess. I love her. So nice. So nice. Such a dream. Yeah. And uh, no, she was kind of the the intro into it. So she was kind of like an an OG degenerate for the show. Hell yeah. I call people who come on my show as degenerates. That's fine. Mm. Most of them are self-confessed degenerates. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 We love having genitals of our mouth of all different sorts. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But... Another thing we wanted to talk about that I asked Donna was about was like That's yeah. so good. <laughs> oh, that's so good, how do you? Just a little bit of ASMR for you. Do you like a little bit of ASMR? <laughs> Just a little bit. Hang on. Okay. okay, that was yeah. Okay. Use your own microphone fool. <laughs> we did an entire episode. Me and David Morgan Brown in ASMR voices. Oh, so you were just talking like this the entire time? Yeah, we're having a normal conversation like this the entire time. Oh, that's something I could get down with. Yeah, it's so amazing. It's so amazing. I yeah. so ch- <laughs> <laughs> Too loud, I can't do that. <laughs> and I was just and I was just talking to David Morgan. So, David Morgan Brown, you still got the real floppy foreskin. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Yeah. And we were making fun of Sam Bariari, who's another comedian. Because he's Jewish and he doesn't have any foreskin. So, <laughs> David Morgan Brown has too much foreskin. And Sam Bariari has no foreskin. So, it's just whispering about foreskin. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. That was pretty much the podcast. And then we were also laughing. <laughs> Start talking normally with the right up yeah. to you now. We were, we were also laughing because we were, we're coming up with the idea of inventing our own country, which if okay. we actually get. $50 million together, it's actually possible because there's a region in the south of Egypt, in the southeast of Egypt, that's just blank desert, and we were, we were going to build a water, a water pipeline to it, basically build a city there, fund it off the back of podcast money, okay, and um, pretty much, like, do that, yeah, and we were going to call the country Degenistan, and, like, okay. because of opening to the joke, on the I think it was the second episode I had... David Morgan Brown, Sam Bariari, and John Wingham 
Mm-hmm. And because Sam Barriar is Jewish and comedians being who they are, um, we make a lot. Of, we made a lot of Jewish jokes. Yeah. And then it was just standard. It's like, well, if we're sitting that close to uh, Egypt, we better not be a pro-Israel country. And it's like, yeah, Sam, sorry, bro, you're out of the fucking degenerate time. <laughs> Cross yeah. you out. Yeah, and he was like, but you can still visit, you know. Oh sure, everyone's yeah. welcome for a visit. You just can't live here. And it's pretty much going to be a country where the entire—it's going to be Vegas on steroids. All drugs are legal. Jesus, yeah, okay. And yeah, and you know, all <laughs> sexual proclivities are allowed. And um, absolutely, yeah. I'm down for that. All nightclubs are going to have a sex dungeon. In all nightclubs be 24 hours, seven yeah, days a week. <laughs> Yeah, and the entire country is going to be funded off, like, blue chew advertisements, which is pretty much dick pill companies, underwear companies, gambling companies, and jewellery companies. So, yeah, I'd work there. Yeah, you, I'd work there. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's go. Let's go. We have guests. So, like, you have, you have, like, mandatory citizenship to the country. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. So, that. basically, we need to build up this Patreon for $50 million, <laughs> and then Sam Sargent and I are going to be the co-rulers of the country. Okay. Yeah. I'll fucking plug the Patreon for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll do a post at the end of this, but I don't know if you guys remember, like, and Ruby knows, Ooh. if I get to 25 patrons on the Patreon, I will let Ruby put me in a full face of makeup, not shave my beard off, um, and I'll go out and I'll do interviews in it. Oh, no. <laughs> I just needed to see your face. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Yeah, why not? Fuck yeah. <laughs> and once we get to 100 patrons, I'll uh, open an OnlyFans. Um, Hell yeah. I don't know if I'll post anything on that. I think I'll just post words of affirmation on that. <laughs> People can subscribe for affirmation, daily affirmations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's weirder shit than that on OnlyFans. Oh, I bet. Mm. I'm sure I is. bet. Mm. <laughs> Would you, would you subscribe $5 a, a month to, for daily words of affirmation, Ruby? No. No. Lies. 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 What would you subscribe for $5 for a month? PlayStation uh, Plus <laughs> yeah. uh, membership? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, subscribe. So and wait. that's $18. Mm. Oh, I'd subscribe to a fast food joint. <laughs> oh, loyalty um, member? Ultimate yeah. fried chicken in yeah, bitch. Oh, yeah, the bitch. Best fucking fried chicken joint oh, ever. Oh, I, I love fried there. chicken. Yeah, I've always wanted to. I haven't oh, yet. Oh, we should and get fried is chicken. It a, is, it a, is it a chain of restaurants? Is it what? The ultimate fried chicken. I've never heard of it before. Oh, my God. I thought you were just so describing good. the chicken as ultimately fried chicken. No, 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 no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> looks good it is so good uh, yeah. they okay. have it like good. you choose your dip, you choose your spiciness level you choose your batter what what style of batter they've got new orleans sea salt barbecue Bitch. plum new orleans Bitch. Like, Yum. and then they've got like all these different now. types of chicken <laughs> popcorn chicken and shit like yeah, that they've got waffle fries sweet potato fries curly fries waffle fries yeah they've got like yeah. Okay, I'm so hungry We're now. My stomach so just went. And on top of it all, yes. they serve bubble tea. Oh, stunning. Mm. Yeah. Even better. Mm. I love that. Bubble yeah. tea is the bitch. Yeah. 
And on top of that, it's right up the road from my work. So Love you can come eat you. ultimate fried chicken and then come get pissed on my cocktails. And I'll, make, I'll make a good fucking cocktail. I make a good mm. whatever cocktail is allowed at my work, but I make a really nice dark and stormy. Mm. Yeah, you do. I yeah. love cocktails. Mm. Yeah, I had uh, Adam's dark and stormy the other it's night good. after it's the good. open night. I make a real good dark and stormy. If anyone yeah. wants something, like, I want something good. And I'm like, I make a really nice dark and stormy. I think I had about three of them. They were, they were pretty good. I did make them a little extra breezy for you, though. So. Thank you. Especially that last one. Oh. No ice. <laughs> yes, yeah. no, there was no ice in that because we had no ice in the well. We were closing uh, up. <laughs> uh, Adam just sorting my fucking drunken ass out. Absolutely. High off a fantastic premiere for the Degenerates Comedy Show. Yeah. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Congratulations. I could not believe how well that went. Yeah. Um, Ruby, the entire audience is very upset because there was only one uh, drag, out of all the drag friends I invited, only one came. And one of them wasn't you. And I, I, I was, I don't know. I know. We'll have to figure out a problem. I was working, so I couldn't yeah. That's fair. I, I had a reason. True. Yeah, that's true. You were making money too. That was true. We were making our monies, honey. I was making money to help others make money. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you would be. Yeah, yeah. making money that's to help others make money. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's true. Can we, can we talk about that on podcast? No. Okay. That's, <laughs> um, yeah. no. that's 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 fair. Yeah, don't worry. Just we have to do that. Privacy. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. No, that's fair. Mm. But um, we have to do that all the time. Like whenever I'm like around, yeah. Can we talk about what you got up to last Saturday night? Talk about the section sectioning awakenings, sexual <laughs> awakenings, <laughs> <laughs> and um, dyslexic. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, but I haven't like I can't think of what my sexual awakening was or is. I mean, Shigo from Kim Possible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mentioned her too. Shigo she from was Kim Possible. Yeah, she's definitely up there for like. You know, characters that I would I was very interested in mm. growing up. <laughs> Sorry, I just got sidetracked by Ruby's face skirting watching the lights. Mm. Um, I'm also thinking, what was mine? I don't remember. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, Shigo maybe, but apart from that, I really <clears throat> couldn't think of anything. 
Mm. I probably would have been Brendan Fraser, yeah. Yeah. I grew up to those movies oh, yeah, and I no, love them you, and watch them on repeat You do constantly. like the Brendan Fraser men. Like, yeah, like he's, he was nice. But then like Rachel Weisz was nice too, so it was like... True. She was True. beautiful, but then she, I, I realised later on I wanted to be I'm as trying beautiful to think who, as her. Like, the, who like an attractive like actual human actor is, not just a cartoon actor. It can be animated. No. I know, but no, like... Whatever you're into. If you go and she go, I feel like I could have a guess at maybe what might have been your sexual way. I don't like to presume. Yeah, no, go on. Tell me. I feel like there's a a common uh, characteristic. Mm -hmm. So, I want to say she's she's a singer. Um, Singer. Yeah. And like Billie Eilish? No, fuck The no. green and black. Well, no, well, I mean, no. Shego was Billie way Eilish is hot, though. I would, I do adore Billie Eilish. She's gorgeous. Fair enough. She's beautiful. Mm. <clears throat> She's pretty. Tig old biddies. Um, she got tig old biddies. Mm. They are, but they're so nice. They are. They are. I love the music. Mind you, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big proponent for the itty bitty titty committee myself. It's like, I think... Yeah, I think titties. Yeah. Titties great and large, big and small. Because yeah. I said to that one girl at the pretzel stand when I convinced her to buy me a pretzel for a poem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never seen a pair of titties I didn't like. <laughs> and she was like, that's fucking poetry. I wish you still had that poem. Oh, it's gone. I know. I'm never going to see it again, probably. Damn it. Uh, do you know that story, Ruby? No. So... I have this trick I do where I convince strangers to buy me food after a night out. Astounding. And the way I do it is I tell them, listen, I'm also a bit of a poet and I always carry a joke book with me wherever I go. You do. And the, um, I was like, I will write you a poem right here, right now. And if you like the poem, you can keep the poem, but not before you buy me that food. <laughs> Fair, And fair. it works nine out of ten times. Okay. Wow. I want to try that like a bad one. Oh, actually, no, I can't write poems. Never mind. Mm. You can do something else. Can you draw? No. Um, I mean, I, I'm, my writing's horrible, but the words I produce are not bad. That's uh, good. Mm, you know, someone finds them appealing. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if it would work if we just went up to them and like, look. I look stunning in this look. I'm hungry. No, that wouldn't work on me. I remember that. that it works would... on us sometimes. Mm. It does work on us sometimes. It wouldn't work I on me. In drag, it works. Mm. I think I'm not really. Oh, like. You know what? People do feed us drinks when we're in drag, though. That's true. But that's like stuff. <clears throat> like, stuff like we'll oh, get yeah, something true. like that and they'll feed us. Like, which is, which is absolutely stunning and we really appreciate it. But like I do it sometimes too, mm. and the bar will just I'll just like go downstairs and buy like two boxes of chips for everybody just because. Hell yeah, the chips downstairs are so good. It's mm. easy to just quickly go into the alcove, quickly have like a few bites, and then like go back and yeah, because yeah. you're running back and forth. Mm. You, get hung- you get hungry. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is there wheelchair access into? And if you are drinking yeah. behind the bar, at least you're eating something. Because one of the um. Uh, the elevator. Why? Do- yeah, Tracy. Uh, well, she's, yeah, they're for disabled um, people, yeah, as well. Yeah, so she's got I'm going to bring, I'm gonna book yeah. a Saturday night off and I'm going to bring my homie Tom in. Yeah, we've got an elevator. Sometimes. So you just come around next yeah. to the thing and you go up to the top. Tara is going to fucking hate me by the end of the night. Why? Because it's Tom having a night out with me. Oh, right. It's oh, like, yeah, Tom's okay. just going to be parked up <laughs> in the corner and I'm just going, like, he can't drink or do drugs because his kidneys are barbecue. Sure. But I can and I will. 
you know? <laughs> so, you know, he's just going to watch me get up to my hijinks, make friends with total strangers at Nothing wrong with that. And he's just going to be sitting back watching me having the fucking, having fun. He, he always says to me, here's what I get up to, and he's like, man, i got to come watch you sometime. And I was like, we'll do it sometime, bro. Yeah. And like, we'll fucking do it. And we'll tell <laughs> jokes, because he's, he he's a comedian too. Oh, cool. I was about to say stand-up, but that doesn't really apply. <laughs> uh, I love those jokes so much. Mm, they never get old. No, they don't. But, um, yeah, I'd love to take him out. He does a little bit of sit-down. <laughs> a little bit of sit-down, probably. The next thing I want to talk to you about is top three most memorable performances. So, like, most memorable, because I know both of you guys have done shows. I can think of the top three. I haven't been doing it as long as either of you in terms of my performing, but I know what my three most memorable <coughs> performances are at the moment. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, okay, no, I've got my top three. Um, I did uh, Cleo's Big Gay Cabaret at the Ellington Jazz Club a couple years ago with... Great, uh, a group, a plethora of other performers, and that was so much fun. Like that was the best night. Um, most recently, just on Friday, gone. I did uh, no, not Friday, just gone. The Friday before, I did uh, Club Lick at the Court, and that was the, my first Friday night show. Nice. So that was fun. That was really yeah. fun. Um, and. Probably when I did, me and Kiara Climax did the duets at the court just for shits and gigs. Mm. Like, we messaged each other being like, hey, do you want to perform tonight? We couldn't figure out what songs to do on our own, so we just put two spots together. Um, Kiara in, Climax, that's another very tall. Point. She's a very she's a very tall lady, that one. Mm. She's very tall. But yeah, th- those are probably my three. Mm. About you, Rubus. Oh, I've done so many. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, She's done so many. <laughs> oh, definitely, like, memorable for me that I've done would still have to be my very first production show at Connections Net Club, which was Burlesque, which was paying tribute to the movie with Christina Aguilera and Cher. Oh, um, so we just did songs from the soundtrack, and yeah, so we weren't anybody specifically from the movie, like, nobody was Christina, except for, except for one of the drag queens at the time who did Cher, so they were they did have Cheryl's kind of hair at the time and one of her costumes from the movie. So they were the only depiction just so that there was that likeness <clears throat> that you could kind of relate to that. We, yeah. we were doing like a soundtrack movie tribute mm. because that is something that a lot of drag queens do. You know, we try to keep the pop culture references to the current, you know, at the time to the Absolutely. time, you know, sometimes we dip back and forth, obviously, because some things from you know, back in the day are still just as relevant we're still just as enjoyable, but yeah, we definitely mm-hmm. do try to keep it quite current and yeah. quite relevant to pop culture at least, mm-hmm. for oh, sure. Yeah. So that was fun, and probably another one would be, oh yeah, okay, yes, that would, that would have been the pride that we got to do, like a hip hop show. Oh, that was that legendary. Was for me, that was like so good. Bucket that was list. so that was like one of these days. Fucking good. We're gonna do a hip hop show down there because when I started my career we did a lot of the shows down at the court and I did have a lot of create, like a bit of creative control down there. So we did do a few like R&B hip hop style, like shows there. But I was like, but haven't done one yet. Like, like really done one yet at, at connections. And I just hoped and prayed it would ever happen. And it finally did. And it happened on a pride night, which was even better. Mm-hmm. So that was very special for me personally, but a memorable show that I've seen would 
definitely have to be. Oh. Oh, there's too many. Oh, there's too many. Beauty shop? <clears throat> My throat is so dry today. Beauty you shop. know what? Uh, no, I've seen shows. Not, not I've just, seen, I've been, not, like, yes, not Beauty done. Shop definitely was very memorable for me because that was another cha- very challenging show. Of course, yeah. Like, that definitely, I had to learn and hone in on some skills that I didn't usually, which was a lot more of the theatrical uh, uh, expressions and mm. even your mannerisms and how you would move, not just like, you know, you know as they say, you don't walk, you know, you... Like you prance there, it's like you prance, yeah. Yeah, it's like the, it's not. It, you're not just like walking. You know, there's it's a it's a st- stylistic walk. Mm. So stuff like that, I had to learn all those things because I came from a very very hip hop background, mm. and that was where my dance skills originated. Originated. So mm-hmm. that's all I knew. So, but I was very interested in all of that, and I always always still love a challenge. You definitely, you, I can definitely so, see you in a step up movie. Yeah, that's oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I used to watch like Honey, Stomp the Yard, mm-hmm. Step Up. I loved all those dance films. Mm-hmm. They were they were everything to me. My brother was so into them. Oh, and so good. So good. It's, it's no wonder him and I took the different routes in terms of what we like to do because my brother is quite a good dancer. Um, and quite a good guitar player. Oh, cool. We're both pretty good singers, or I've been told I'm a decent singer, depending on the song. Um, Fair. <laughs> but I got all the sense of humour. Right. It's like, my brother, he says some funny shit, I credit to him, but I'm always thinking of funny shit. Yeah. And I'm always thinking of funny shit I shouldn't have. I remember my brother nearly crashed the car one time when I, he was driving me over to meet his at the time, girlfriend for the first time, and she was South African, and she'd been in Australia since she was seven. Mm-hmm. So she didn't really have an accent for anything, anything, yeah. except the word off, which she pronounced off. Off, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> and he was explaining this to me, and he was like, yeah, so she says off instead of off. And I was like, oh, right, so, you know, you'd be cuddling up on the couch sometime, and she would say, oh, Tom, please uh, pause the movie. I've got to go snap one off. And, like, I, it's not even very funny. Yeah. But my brother nearly crashed the car, pissing himself. Oh, my and I was God. Like, Tom, like, I'm very proud of that joke, but it's not that funny. And he was, like, just... He was in tears, and I was like, oh, shit. I'm, I'm going to die. <laughs> He's laughing whilst just about to crush a car. Yeah. and uh, Which is a good thing. Psychotic. Way, yeah. But, um, yeah, so... that's That goes to go where we show. Plus, I always enjoyed rock climbing and boxing and, mm. and things that I have to be doing something um, where there's an eminent risk of failure. Oh, yeah. Whereas dancing, obviously, there's definitely a risk of failure, but um, uh, I don't think... I think it's more... If you fail at dancing, I do think you probably get a lot more sympathy, whereas if you're on stage telling a joke and it fails, there's yeah, no sympathy from that fucking yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, it just I think, that, that, I think the thing is just obviously with a with a dance number, it's it's just monotonous to just kind of see the crowd not respond or mm. like you're just kind of like oh well, but at least we have like a formula mm. to just do and just like all right, just keep doing yeah. the steps and just finish it mm. and give it your best, even though they're not giving you any of their energy <laughs> or like appreciation. But like yeah, <laughs> definitely always in history, a comedian 
Oh, if, you, if your shit don't go down well, that's it. Yeah. I was... It's not a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I did the um, I did the good boyfriend joke on Sunday, and it hit the entire crowd except one corner of... Except one table of girls in the corner. What was the joke? The joke was... Uh, I can tell it on I've used it on stage many times now. Um, the joke was, I was a really good boyfriend when I was in a relationship. In fact, I was such a good boyfriend, I even bought her a breakup gift. And I wanted my girlfriend to pursue things she was thinking of doing before we got together. And one thing she was thinking of doing before we got together was suicide. So I bought her a noose and a razor so she'd have options, right? And yeah, that's pretty much the same reaction you had when I told you the Olivia Newton-John joke. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Mm. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it really, like you could only tell that really different. No, I've used that on stage. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and it works on stage. Like it's one of those things that, as a comedian, obviously, like we, like you would, you would understand that you just kind of have to read your audience. Oh so, yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah. Definitely read the audience wrong a like, few times, but I am so shit at reading audiences. Mm. Like with ADHD, mm-hmm. it comes with me just being com- a complete another fucktard. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm terrible. And yeah, I just blurt out shit mm. all the time. People look at me, or if it's just earth dead silence, and then in my head, I'm like, why the f- what? Shut up, Frankie. What? <laughs> no. I, I have a serious question about that one because you know. ADHD. Yeah. And we've talked about this. Yeah. We know, we've talked about AD. I did had a whole episode um, called Common Mental Illness with mm. uh, Jay Colan. Shout out, Jay. And we covered the grounds of ADHD. Yeah. Whereas I feel like, depending on upbringing, ADHD can pop up and manifest in very interesting ways. Were you a lonely child? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was the youngest of six kids. Oh, wow. So I learned to observe really well. <clears throat> yeah. So, like... Sometimes that skill is switched off, yeah. and it's not always switched off when I want it to be, but <laughs> yeah. um, it's switched on when I want it to be, yeah. you know, um, and uh, it's, it, it, that is definitely a skill that has come in handy with me. It certainly comes in handy with being in hospitality, mm. because I can handle and talk to a drunk person really, really easily. Because most drunk people just want to be listened to, and I'll listen to you provided you're respectful and nice. Yeah, of course. Mm. You can be as pissed as a parrot. If you're nice and respectful, I'll listen to or I'll pretend like I'm listening to you. <laughs> yeah, can't say I'm actually listening to you because... Most of the time I'm thinking about what I'm having for dinner when I get home. Mm. People are talking to me about their life stories. I'm like, I'm, I'm just really hungry, hey? Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time I'm thinking about some hot chicken bar. Yeah. Mm, like, one time there was this really super tall lady. She must have been like six foot five. And all I could do was look at her and just think, please step on me. Just... <laughs> I mean, yeah. that thought did cross my mind just then as well. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did follow up that like uh, that suicide joke. The follow up I sometimes use, depending on the crowd, mm. is sometimes followed up with. Um, yeah, but she's still alive because being a fucking woman, when she has options, she can't make up her fucking mind. So, yeah. Generally, that hits just as well as the joke. But, um... Mm. Adam's just thinking nah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I had another joke I use, and I use this one on stage. It's one of my openers because it always does well. And it's like, I don't get how you can be sexist and transphobic at the same time. Feels like it should cancel each other out, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like if you're a man who hates women, then surely you look at a woman becoming a man and think to yourself, welcome to the winning team, you know? Get you signed up for full pay and parallel parking lessons. So that, that generally opens up pretty well with the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not here to tell you a stand-up routine. I've got to ask you more questions. <laughs> now, the other thing is, obviously, I'm slowly becoming known for wearing a certain garment. Didn't bring mine, sorry. That's fine. <laughs> now, but drag queens and kings are wearing different outfits all the time. And mm. I've heard from some of you that you spend an elaborate amount of money on them. It seems like an expensive fucking hobby. Uh, yeah. Um, but what has <laughs> yeah. been your most favourite outfit and most expensive outfit? So I, I reckon they are not always the same. Um, and I would be oh, very interested. Oh, God, to okay. Um, so, oh, I guess my favourite outfit would be my expensive outfit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Oh, oh. Okay, I guess our cis men look at it a little bit differently. Our, usually our most expensive outfit is our least favourite outfit. I've got two. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, no, okay, I've got two. One's expensive because of the alterations that got done to it, but um, I've got a flame suit. Oh, yeah. Um, that nice. was my first Proud Awards outfit, um, mm-hmm. and that's fucking gorgeous. It's got flames from, like, the bottom to about halfway up and then it's the sorry the, the suit itself is like a royal blue yeah and there's flames that go up the bottom of the of the pants up the sleeves of the jackets up the back of the jacket and there's a uh, a waistcoat as well which has um <clears throat> excuse me more flames and a bow tie with flames mm. and that got made for me so that's like custom fit perfectly mm. um and then i've got a cloud suit which is a rhinestone, full rhinestone cloud suit. I think I've seen a photo of it. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I've, um, yeah, yeah I'm wearing, I, I'm wearing it for the competition this Friday. Which I need to double check to see if I can make that because I am. You told me you could before. Don't break my heart. I want to, what? I want to be there so bad, but Aww. I've run into two fucking issues. Well, the show starts at 10 30. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try and fucking be there. The show starts at 10.30. Uh, I think the runway starts at 10.30 and then the uh, spots are at 11.30. Oh, goody. Yeah, and I'm first up, so. Ooh, 10.30. If I come in, I'm going to bring one of my bar friends with me. Yeah, sweet. I'm probably going to bring Aiden. He's the funnest. Use my name, Adam, for a discount code. For a discount code. Oh, oh yeah, oh, discount. discount. We love a little cheeky discount, y'all. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, because we really need the discounts because boom is fucked the economy. Yeah, oh my god, so yeah, oh my god. Uh, um, Ruby, what's your favourite outfit? Uh, so, <laughs> mine would be my like rose gold, like baby pink and like ivory. Oh, that uh, is beautiful. High, like high priestess kind of yeah, outfit. Yeah, that has like a hood. Stunning. But it also has like this jacket, so I can take that off with the hood. And it's got this like very like Southeast Asian mermaid inspired like bra type top. Yeah. And it comes with like the skirt and all the belts <clears> and 
Sorry. Is that the one where it's also got the link on the Yeah, I've got the, the link from the ear to the nose. Yeah, that's so um, hot. It looks yeah. so good on you. It did look pretty look, did look pretty fabulous. I've seen a few photos of it going around. It's, it's definitely one of my favourites. Mm. And... Oh, yeah, so she was expensive. Mm. Yeah, she you two make, make comedians look so cheap by comparison. <laughs> yeah. I mean, comedians definitely work at their craft a lot, but we don't invest that kind of fucking... Oh, yeah, drags, it's, drags are very expensive. It's, a, it's, it's expensive and it's expressive. So yeah. It, it very much is mm. just... I haven't bought any drag in a while because I haven't had the money. Yeah, so same. look out for payday because mm-hmm. I'll be buying shit out the wazoo. That's <laughs> the thing. Sometimes life gets in the way. And also, like, life just gets in the way yeah, and you just can't. You just don't have the time money to buy drag. To or, certain things. Yeah, you exactly, have to prioritize. Exactly. So you just have to work with what you got. That's why when you... I outfit repeat quite a lot. Yeah, that's why when <laughs> you are investing in your costumes, invest well, yeah. I always say. Yeah, like, don't, absolutely. Don't just, get, don't just necessarily get something just because in that moment you want it and it looks great like have have an idea like what what are you going to use this for like mm. be smart about your investments because essentially that's what it is it's an investment totally, yeah like even if it is just your hobby like it's like it's an expensive hobby so mm. just be smart be smart with your money use things that you know that you are going to use mm. and that have a purpose for your artistry you know what 100%. I mean? so yeah mm. that makes sense though yeah would now Donna was telling me that uh, it's not this way anymore, um, but there used to be quite a lot of drugs involved in drag scene. Would either of you? I mean, I've only been around for four years, so um, I mean, I think I might have got the tail end of like, you know, everyone bringing out a bag every weekend and going into the disabled toilets and being a bit cheeky. But mm. um, are we talking about drugs? Mm. Yes. Oh, that that if it's still a thing with queens. Oh yeah. And kings. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> not not. I'd say I'd say. It depends it, where you are. Yeah, oh. I'd definitely say it depends on where you are, but well, it's it definitely died down. Yeah, I've always looked at Perth as more of a stoner city than anywhere yeah, else. Definitely more of a Whereas stoner city than. I went to Sydney. They were all like. Like buzzing their heads off at the clubs, and I was like, okay, cool. I think G at the time was like really big. Yeah. G was huge in Sydney. Yeah. Um, G. I don't actually know what the chemical compound is. No, G is like, it's like this thing that like, it comes in like a little. Like what? fish, fish little soy sauce thing, and you just drip it in your drink. Never heard of that before. Never heard of that. No. Yeah, it fucking makes you horny as hell, apparently. Oh, oh perfect. Yeah. I don't need any more of that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, it just keeps you up, I guess, keeps you chatty. But like, apparently, a, a friend of mine in Sydney was telling me that the thing about it is like, you have it in your drink, you have your drink, but then like it like tricks your mind and you subconsciously just always want it in your drink so it's like every drink you have you're just constantly right. putting it in there and that's like real bad like yeah, so shit. yeah uh, I get um I get crazy horny when I'm coming down off a candy flute like <laughs> like MDMA and acid when I'm past the peak then mm. I'm coming I'm still I'm still very much high but I'm past the peak yeah so now it's becoming a you know when you pass the peak of a trip and it starts to become more of a physical thing rather than a mental visual thing? Uh, haven't been to that level yet, no. Well, we need to hang out more, Adam. Sounds um, good. But uh, <laughs> I literally, like, come down and, like, I'm in that bit where I'm still very much high but I'm past the peak and I'm just like, yeah. Christ. 
I reckon I could jizz a hole through a brick right now. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just hornier <laughs> than a two headed rhino, you know? Like, it's, it's a lot of horns. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a lot, eh? Hey? That's a lot of horns. I remember the night after I met you, like, not, I think I told this story already on the pod, so the uh, audience knows it. But, um, I got back at the night after I met you, and I, like, who, me or Ruby? You. Okay. And I got back and I was like, I just, I didn't like start getting to that point until I was already home. And then I got home and then I was like, oh, fuck me, Jesus, what a fucking night. <laughs> yeah. And then it hit me and I'm like, oh, Christ. And I just, you know, jerked out the biggest nut of my life. And I was just like. Love that for you. <laughs> oh, man. It was not. I felt dirty, like, I was like, damn. It was just a real good needed wank. It was, it, yeah, it was a desperately needed <laughs> yeah, wank, you yeah. know, and it was like, oh, man, I'm not someone who takes any pride in joking off, but I got that one out, and I was like, God, there's so much of it. <laughs> Where did all this come from, <laughs> you know? And it was like, Jesus. So much semen. It was... All over the walls, mm. all over the floor, all over and it was the probably <laughs> it was probably like... Completely artificial at that point because I doubt when you're on that many drugs, there's any sperm like yeah. swimming in your like body. Dad. Yeah, it could just <laughs> be dead. Yeah. Probably what? Um, yeah. It's a lot of dead babies. Oh god. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Dead baby jokes. Yeah. Now we're now we're on for it. No, Shit. No, no, no. <laughs> Classic high school joke. Um, so, the clown outfit. And the high priestess outfit. And the other outfit, which was what I wore. My cloud outfit. Cloud outfit. And my flame outfit. The cloud outfit, flame outfit. The cloud or clown? Cloud. Duh. Cloud. Duh. Duh. And the flame outfit. Yep. And, and then the clown outfit. Didn't have a clown outfit. It was just the cloud outfit and the oh, flame outfit. Oh, I'm just as fuck. That's okay. Um, <laughs> and then the high priestess outfit. You got the high priestess outfit, yeah. yes. Yes, I love that one. <laughs> I told you guys my story about the very attractive woman who came in the bar and she was probably easily like the woman I looked at before. Well fuck me. Like that made me pause and think about my life decisions yeah. and you know, has either of you come across that has someone walked in the bar and you were need to share, you don't need to divulge details, but has that ever come across you in hospitality? So I feel like that must happen to people in hospitality a lot. What, meeting someone that's like Put a baby inside of me, please. Um, Maybe not that specifically with you, Adam. No. <laughs> um, I mean, I work in Frio, so, like, there's always real quirky people that come into my work, which I love because mm. they're all just so cool. Um, uh, I'm not going to say because it's someone that I work with. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be down at your social all the time now trying someone to guess who it is. It's someone that I work with, yeah. Mm. Still to this day, she's a dream. She's just, I don't know, everything about her is great. Mm. She's just the, gives the best hugs, she's the best vibe. Yeah, she's she's great. That way do you actually call your mum at 
That is not my mum. Okay, that is not my mum. I, 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 I wish so. it was, but it's not my mum, uh, no. No, uh, we just call her mum because she's very much the mother figure to all of us there. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Are you, Rubus? Have you ever met someone that's caught your eye before? I'm just touching you sexually now, sorry. But at work? Yeah. I caught you. Yeah. Are you joking? <laughs> I was like the queen of like cubicle three. Okay? <laughs> there it is. Are you I was that person. Who was like, if I wanted you, I would have you. Like there was no. You were good me. at that. You did. You did have like, that charm. I had my tricks. Yeah, your tricks. Still trick girl. Yeah. That don't really work anymore. But to be honest, I don't practice them either. So, yeah. like, <laughs> it's just not an interest of mine anymore. But yeah, once upon a time, yeah, I was definitely. We all had our cubicle three moments, I've haven't we? I've been around that club, <clears throat> for sure. Oh, yeah, same. I'm, I'm more than furniture by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn. Uh, mm, yeah. Had a few sex types in the photo booth. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No. But you know what was heaven? Like, we were looking... <laughs> we were looking through, like... Uh, I think some of the managers were looking through some of those photos and one of them happened to have found like just a photo of these guys like holding up this chick and she's fully like spreading her flaps open like fully <laughs> in, in like the yeah that photo booth there and we're just like oh well that's not going up on our page no, like, no that's no that will get flagged like yeah. that's just crazy <laughs> like the effort to just and this bitch the, and the photo booth ain't so big. Like, the photo booth struggles to fit two people in a couple. Yeah, literally. I've been with three people being like, able to oh. hoist some chick up and spread her legs literally out. Literally, ho- fully hoisted up just so the camera could see it. Like, God damn. Yeah. I think I went in there a few years ago. Crazy. I think like last year actually, and I went in there with three other chicks, and um, yeah, that. Fitting four people in there, and two of those chicks <laughs> were tiny, tiny fucking. Oh, yeah, I've got photos from when I used to wear the photo booth all the time, and there was about five to seven of us in there at one point. And I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? Mm. Getting dick pics again, really? No, work. Oh, right. Which is great. Work. <laughs> but, um, so the other thing I wanted to ask you is now I'm like, specifically first to drag and then generally to performers. Now, I'm still fairly new to the scene. Don't mean to tug my nuts too much, but, you know, I'm kind of doing well so far. You're um, not doing too bad. You're doing good. Yeah, I'm not doing too bad. Mm. But um, I was wondering, starting with the drag scene, mm. what would be your biggest advice to anyone looking to come into it? And two, what would be your biggest advice to performers in general? Ooh, um, because I feel like you always want to encourage new talent, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but I just never really think about what I could okay. say to like a baby. One thing I was just say is just learn to get out of your comfort zones. Yeah. I know that the concept, that concept itself, can be very difficult to even apply to oneself mm. and just try to think, oh, how do I do that? Like, but especially if it is something that you're wanting as a career, you know, something that will bring you income, mm. you know, not just allow you a space <clears> to <throat> you know, express yourself freely. Like this is something you want to take seriously. Yeah. You do have to get outside of your comfort zone. You have to understand that when you are being hired, that 
you will have to meet certain expectations and it's not just about your artistry and your artistry alone. It's almost like, well, like in business, it's an exchange. Mm. You know, they're going to give you, they're going to pay you, but we want you to do it like this. Can you do it? Mm. So it's whether or not you can or not and whether or not you have those skills to be able to do it at a quality that a person's going to go, yes, I am going to hire this person again or yes, please hire this person. They did incredibly because a lot of the thing that you are going to rely on in this industry, especially for people like us, is word of mouth, for yeah. sure. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Definitely. Like, when people say good things about you, people will hire you. Mm. So, again, I always say, as well, like, just be kind. Just be kind. Be professional. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Be professional. That's just, a big that's one. That's it. Be kind and be professional. Like, it's important. And But most of all, as well, have fun with it. it God is damn still, it. It is still <laughs> that's your... That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is still your artistry, you know. Just yeah, honestly, just it. have fun. Well, yeah. I mean, I always say kindness is its own reward. Like, the Absolutely. act of kindness 100%, is its own reward. You know? yeah. shouldn't need to be incentivized to be decent to other yeah. people, you know. So, yeah. Thanks for raising your son right, Mum. You got a few things wrong. Um, but uh, that's like, like now that I've opened my own room and it looks like it's going to become a frequent thing where I am going to get the opportunity to perform as much as I want and I'm going to be able to give the opportunity to others to perform. Like, and thing is, in a green room, I have been, I've been treated in a way that I felt was less than savory right. and I've seen other people get treated less than savory and I've heard of other people who've been getting treated less than savory by other comedians <clears throat> and to me like now that I've got like when it's when it's just you there it's like it's fine but it's like if someone's shitting on your jokes off stage before or after you come off it's like it's like, don't do that to a comic. It's like, we've got enough to worry about with the audience. If the joke is that bad yeah. and it, it's going to bomb, let it bomb because mm. the, no one can punish us more than the audience. We don't need another Absolutely. person to add to it, mm. you know? So if anyone was giving, if any comic was giving, like, obviously there's banter. Yeah. There's banter. Oh, sure. Comedians banter more <clears> than most, <throat> and that's totally fine. But... There's things that go beyond banter, snarky comments, yeah. like shit with a bit of poison wrapped up in it, you know. Yeah. And if anyone like did that in my room, I think I would, I'd be very upset at that. It's like, what are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's such a fucking hard thing to do. Being a performer takes a lot of fucking balls, takes a lot of courage, and it's like, why not? Why not try and encourage him or offer something like? constructive mm. as opposed to trying to fucking ruin their set yeah and it's like yeah. if you're trying to tear them down i'm more worried that your set's shit because you're trying to fucking throw them off so you look better you know yeah so, yeah a lot of the times like when i notice that certain things like underhanded or like cheeky that like happen in our industry it's it's very much out of that fear of well new talent means i have to freshen shit up like because it just depends on the demographic and obviously at the time you know things change people's interests change so that's why it's always as a like for somebody telling a beginner who's coming into our industry it's like that's why I always definitely try to get outside of your comfort zone so that way you have a repertoire of things Absolutely. that you could like do and that way you can entertain as many different types of people as you can which logically equals possibility of more work because yeah. unfortunately nothing in our industry is solid like 
aside like, aside from working maybe at a nightclub, but even then you're gonna get at best maximum three shifts a week. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Because it's a nightclub. They're open Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Saturday yeah. Maybe Wednesday if they're if they're a nightclub. Some Sundays too, though. Some Sundays if they do a Sunday thing. Connie's done a, a public, Sunday pub, thing. Only on public holidays. Public holidays, so. yeah. It's a public They've holiday got something thing. this weekend, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. We'll be there. We'll, we'll be hitting sure. it up. I'll be. I'll probably be asked to come be hitting it up. Yeah, Someone's already asked, and I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go out with my friends because I've been working all week and I've got a very stressful week ahead of me. So mm. I want to ha- come out and have a good time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's a long weekend. Why not? She got very extra with that stuff. I did. Afterwards. I just yes. got very extra. Yeah. <laughs> just after that, I think we need a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hilarious. <laughs> Shall we go to the questions we got on our NGLs? I got none. You got none? I got none. Bullshit. Hey, let me check. Hang on. Let me do like... I got a, a boring opener, which double. was, what's your fave song? I was like, what a fucking boring song. Yeah, no, I got, I, I got none. I got none. Did you get any, Rubus? No. no? I got oh, a few. no. Okay, well, then we'll go off yours. Um, I know what you did. Okay, these these are so fucking annoying when you put on confession questions and they don't, they just give you shit and it's yeah, just I like... Know, I know what you did. Who are you? What? Like, this could be a long list. Just of, give me a heap of questions. Yeah. I've already confessed the worst things about myself on like the first three episodes of the podcast, so... I mean, yeah. <sighs> what else have you got? Can you ask Ruby to tell the story... I'll let Ruby read Can you read that out loud? Yeah, give me this shit. What is this? Yep. Cricket's are going. Oh my god. Okay. So. Now this goes to the topic that we were talking about. About like consent and touching certain parts of my body when it in drag. So I was a little drunk as well. So mm-hmm. I had had a little too much. Um feeling some type of way feeling quite fierce at the same time too so I just all in all in all I literally just did not want to be touched this one guy yeah he got real handsy Mm. and I just literally did like took no prisoners I saw red and I literally just grabbed his neck and at the time I had my own nails to which I would love to I often filed Mm -hmm. so that they were like weapons? In, in a way that they were sharp enough to be able to do something. Mm. So like, not like claws, like nothing like that. I still needed to change costumes. Mm. <laughs> so like, but they were long and strong enough to be able to do some real damage. So I literally clawed his neck. I gripped right into it. I don't know if I drew blood or not. I didn't care at the time. And I literally just pinned him to the wall and kept banging his head, telling him, telling him, do not do what you just did mm. and I just remember all like there were like five or six like baby queens at the time or younger younger queens newcomers coming up into the industry they just watched me and I turned around and all their jaws were to the floor they were just they looked terrified and I was just like oh wow okay that's a color that I don't like on me mm. so like I literally just like okay let him go and I was just like fuck off and he literally just fucked off 
Well, to sum up what the question was, <laughs> because you told a very good story, but to sum up the question, thank you for answering, Ruby. That's what I wanted to show you. I was like, that might, she might not want to answer that question. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, can you ask Ruby to tell the story of her pinging a guy to a wall by the neck with her bare hands in full drag? Yeah. She's, like, she's iconic and I love her. <laughs> I don't know who said that, but thank you. <laughs> um, you won't see me doing that again, but yes, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Standing up for yourself. You got a sneaky link. That's I'm getting so many fucking stop it. Thirsty it's fucking disgusting. Comments. Just stop. A lot of people do that. Oh, look, I'm flattered. I truly am. But <laughs> I know this is a guy sending this because my two TikTok videos that have done well have just blown up with fucking thirst comments. Oh really? And I've got a few cheeky DMs. It's it's. <laughs> Guys, I'm flooded, all right? But I guarantee you... The gays are thirsty. Yeah, yeah. it's... it's <laughs> They really are. Look, I don't favour your chances, you know? <laughs> you know, don't give up hope, you know? If I ever switch teams, I'll know where to come. But, yeah. like, I'm not there yet. So, yeah. <laughs> Tell me a random fact. Oh, I'm good at these. Um, I have let's one give one each. I have one saved on my phone, actually. Let's give oh, one each. Oh, I can't wait. You find... go first. Ruby, you about, about ourselves? Fact. Just a random fact in general. In anything. Yeah. Oh, a random fact. Oh, okay. Oh, this is too many. Um, It'll be here somewhere. Oh. It's about an animal. Um... Where is it? <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Um, actually, I've got, I've got a few. But do you want one? Because I do have a few. Oh, wow. Just give us your best one. Wow. Okay. A raccoon can fit in a hole four inches wide easily. The average human anus can switch to nine inches without tearing. Y'all do your own math. Oh my god. <laughs> damn. <laughs> That's. God damn it. <laughs> we have a fun fact Friday at work, and we all, um, as someone just chucks a little random fact in the, um, on like our little shift planner, and then also in our group chat we have, they all just send random facts every week. It's great. I like it. Yeah. I like it. That's good. Mm. That's a, I want to be part of that group chat. Um, I feel like I could definitely come up with some good comedy from that. Probably, yeah. Um, <laughs> a random fact. A random fact. A random fun fact. Um, Meryl Streep is a piece of shit. Fact. I don't think so. I can, I can give you an argument. And I, I don't think so. I, can give, I, I have an argument for this, and it is it is watertight. All right, Alex, what's your argument? Okay. Now, you know who Roman Polanski is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Roman Polanski had to free the US sometime in the 90s because he pretty much, yeah, he drugged and sodomized a 13 or 14, maybe even a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. Okay. That same year, he did, the same year he had to flee, he had a movie on that um, got nominated for an Oscar. Sure. Won an Oscar, I believe. Cool. Actually. And 
Meryl Streep signed a petition to get him pardoned and when I commented, oh, what's her thoughts? She thought, I think he should be allowed back into the country to receive um, an award for his art. Okay. Now, bear with me here. Yeah. Because... I'm listening. (laughs) Same year or maybe a couple of years either side, there was another director who was receiving an acknowledgement for his work in Hollywood. Mm. He'd been, like, involved in Hollywood for... Years and years and years. Yeah. And he said, um, but basically, when he came to receive his honorary Oscar for all his work and he said, yeah, I'm retiring, half of the audience, actually probably more than half, would not stand and applaud him. And that is because in the 60s, he ratted on communists in LA, or suspected communists. Right. And it's like, first off, it was the 1960s, everyone was ratting on suspected communists. Yeah. <laughs> and And it's like a lot of them worked in the entertainment industry. So, and Meryl Streep was one of the ones who did not stand. So I just, I don't like the double standard of you won't stand for someone who ratted on communists, but you applaud someone who drugged and sodomized a teenage girl. So for right. me, it's like, it's the, it, it's bullshit level hypocrisy. So yes, I stand by my statement. And you I think stand it's by your statement. That's I fine. think yeah. Meryl Streep is a piece of shit. Overrated actress too. I think she's great in Mamma Mia. Oh, she's good. She's a good actress. I just think she's overrated. I think every role she's won an Oscar for, she's played a stern old white woman. It's like... Oh, <coughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. You're a stern old white woman to start with, Meryl Streep. Okay? <laughs> yeah, fair, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we can all have our own opinions. Yeah. Argue with me, audience. All right? <laughs> I'll, I'll so, I'm not argument. arguing with you. Okay. <laughs> Ruby. Random fact. Don't look at me. I just watched so many like random things that like they like <laughs> go in like they say. <laughs> um, oh. If you can't think of a random fact, have you got a random fact about yourself, maybe? You're the best at uh, PlayStation in your group. <gasps> Wait, random fact. Random fact. There are. Grand Theft Auto 6 leaks currently out right now. Sorry, Rockstar. I'm so excited for that. Mm. <laughs> I just really wanted to do yeah. ASMR if you, again. If you, if you want to get a sneak peek of what Grand Theft Auto 6 could look like, pretty sure it's on YouTube. <laughs> Literally, just simply on there. Yeah. There's a the fact for you. GTA is coming out. Of course, I'm even more excited for Red Dead Redemption. Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, that would would be pretty cool. Mind you, I think I'm past the whole Hogwarts phase in my life. I don't want to say that, but I think it's honestly true. Yeah, look, I still enjoy the movies. The movies are still good to watch. I still like the world. I still like watching the movies. I'm going to say it. I still like watching the movies. I haven't seen any of them as you are, I mean, like you, as like some say, you got to be in a mood to watch Harry Potter. Yeah. And I'm um, not going to criticise the fandom because I'm right. a fanatical fan for Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. Hey, welcome to the club. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, Middle Earth. Yes, Middle Earth. Yes, yes, Gandalf. Yes, Frodo. I met a cheeky one time who sh- who said she was like she was a desperate thirst trap for <coughs> Randuil from The Hobbit. Oh yeah, okay, the yeah. Dad. Oh yeah, yeah Randuil, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. A beautiful man, he is. Very beautiful and, man. Um, He's a good actor. Philly and Tilly, the the brother dwarfs oh, in. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. 
Yeah. They die. Yeah. Ruby. It's awful. Tarbiel was sad. I don't like to wind up. An elf was crying. I know. Sad. You look like you could pass for an elf in the Lord of the Rings series, Ruby. That'd be stunning. Yeah, no, totally. She, t- she totally could, right? Yeah. yeah. I have magic, that. though. Like, I need magic. I'm not going to be doing... You're not no, going to wave a sword around? None of this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. None of that. Like, <laughs> none of this. Like, I just, I just want to go... No. Just, 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 just sprinkle. Just hell subtly. Mm. Fuck you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just like... yeah. <laughs> and you look like you could be... Adam, you, you know who you remind me of a little bit? Tell me. Tinkerbell. Oh, you could be a great fairy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. We'd make yeah. good fairies because we're like tiny. We're tiny yeah. people. We're I'd be a very friends. tall fairy, but yeah, I'm okay with that. Paint a picture of legs. Adam That's out fun. of, you know. Supermodel fairy. <laughs> I paint a picture of Adam out of drag. I feel like I could, like she is so, they are so slender. I honestly feel like I could spear them with one hand. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Throw them I'm like quite, a I'm quite dainty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she's got very, she's dainty. got a very scary face about her. So, like, she'd probably take one look at me if I tried to, and I'd be like, "All right, all right, I'll go the other way." So, me? Yeah. I don't have a scary face. You don't, but oh. I've seen some. I, I saw like the glare. I saw you had to give a glare to one oh, person while you're at the bar. Yeah, yeah. I so, do. I do yeah. have a very. You're so lovely. I think it's like, it's you can give no, even out of drag, I've got a very cunty glare on the bar. Like. Mm. Oh. Everyone around can. See, I love how everyone around can see that I'm glaring at the person, but the person that I'm glaring at doesn't notice it. Mm. It's great. Now this question <laughs> came from another person. Lol, uh, Ruby, I actually think you inspired this question oh. when I did my research for the first step. Okay, I could be wrong, but I think it was you. Eyebrows or no eyebrows in the drag scene? <laughs> Nubs. Uh, Nubs. Uh, Nubs. <laughs> My answer will always be if it's something you want, do it. Yeah. You know, it's just, I, I, it's yeah. a commitment to shave your eyebrows, that's for sure. Yeah. I remember my mum was so. Because I, as a kid, speaking of facial hair, I. Speaking I, of, I, you've I, got so much of it. I do. Um, <laughs> I call it a sponge. Fair. Yeah. It does feel like a sponge. Women sit on it and it soaks up, you know? <laughs> There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. I love that joke. <laughs> Who says bad jokes don't get old? Um, uh, or get old, rather. But um, the... Yes. The... Um, the... What was it? The fucking... Facial when I was a, Yeah. When I was a kid, my, my eyelashes are still really long now. Yeah. And <clears throat> my sisters would always comment, oh, I want your eyelashes. I want your... I was getting tired of that. Yeah. And me and my... I think it was like five, six, maybe seven at the time. And me in that like tiny kid frame of mind just annoyed at anything says to me, I cut my eyelashes off and my mum was so upset Oh my about gosh. It. Yeah, I saved it though because they grew back even fucking longer. Yes, okay, <laughs> we love that, we love yeah. that. So. Yeah, I definitely would say, I mean, I don't do drag as much as Ruby does, but I have nubs and they're just little bits of hair at the front and then I just draw my brow from there. Mm. 
Just makes it easy. If I, I've done it before without having any eyebrows, and my brows just look fucking lopsided and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I need like a, a starter, like a base, Start, yeah. a base kind of. A little, yeah. Sometimes just I little, do, just shave on an angle, mm-hmm. like from from in here yeah. that way, and then and shave can... all those. Yeah. Off. Yeah. You can kind of yeah. give that angle as a start point mm-hmm. to like the brows. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It exactly. is very handy. Mm-hmm. But um, I shave mine off completely because. Now we got to ask uh, Donna this question: Who are your two? Favourite baby drags coming up, king and queen. Favourite babes that are coming up right at the moment are MC Heaven. She's mm-hmm. camp as tits. I love her. Um, who's another, like, a baby king or a baby performer? I haven't met too many baby kings. I think I've met... I mean, you're not a baby anymore. I am um, a toddler. Mm, but I, I met Jackson Cope. Um, oh, yeah, they've been doing drag for about two years. So. I would say Jackson Cope is definitely one of my favourite like baby things for sure. Yeah. I love they still count as a baby? Uh, I mean, three years. Well, Donna, I guess ma- Donna mentioned uh, Jackson Cope as a baby. Okay. But, yeah, no, Jackson is definitely up there yeah. for the Kings in mm. Perth. Like... Extraordinary dancer, oh. insane, incredible dancer, like mm. incredible. Mm. Can move like no one else, no one's business. So good, like they're definitely competition Baby for queens. this um, Friday mm. because they can dance. Mm. I really but yeah, MC Heaven, hundred percent MC Heaven. I don't think Jackson's a baby, so I'm gonna. Oh, uh, yeah, no, yeah, MC and Jackson. MC Heaven and Jackson are um, my top babes that are super like they got they got they got shit behind them. They're rising. They're yeah. Mm. They're good. They're good. Also, I think I have one more link on the not gonna lie question. One more. I also like mascara. Oh my cool. god, yes, no, of course. Of Mascara, course. Ronda Civic, holy shit, yes. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. The thing is with those two, that's the thing. Like, yeah, but they're still babies. They're like two as well. I know. I, th- I think also with the term baby, it's it's more like, I guess I guess it has a an air about like, not just your quality of like what you work, but I guess how often you work within the industry as well yeah you know if you're if you're an actual like you know game player as they would say like that i think is when the baby starts to drop off Mm -hmm. i feel for me so i don't know it just depends i want to just say like like a young up-and-comer i think is probably a better way to say it but like yeah yeah young up-and-comer Definitely Mascara. Mascara, Ronda Civic, uh, for me, I think. Jackson it, Cope. Jackson. Kings. Um, MC Heaven. Um, Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza's pretty cute. Which is pretty fun. Those two are new. They're like brand new babes. They're good. They're fun. This is the second time Ronda Civic has been mentioned. Ronda is, is camp. Yeah. Ronda is so She's definitely very likeable, for sure. I met Ronda out of drag, and they were lovely. Yeah. So, very so likable person. She yeah. was so flattered when I said, Oh, um, Donna Kebab mentioned you in the podcast. And she was like, Oh, <laughs> what did she say? It was yeah, like, yeah. She, Donna said you were her favourite up and coming uh, uh, baby drag. And she was like, Well, I've got to listen to the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rhonda's, R- Rhonda's great. Yeah, she's yeah, good she's fun. Cute. Yeah. Last question I think we had biggest red flags for a girl. Or we'll say there's biggest red flags for a partner because. 
Biggest red flags for a partner. Things to stay away from. Okay. Um, I need a description for that. Biggest red flag, like meaning what? Like, like a no, no. Like this is non-negotiable. Stay away from it. Like, I'd, I'd say for me, it's a three-parter. I couldn't limit it down to one. Oh, yeah, oh I've definitely got hard, one. Yeah. I've got one. Well, for me, it would be um, if someone wasn't very nice to Hospo, I feel like that would be an initial one, like early stages of us dating. I'm breaking this down into like yeah, totally. early stage of dating, mid stage of dating, get oh, okay, to meet cool. my family stage. Okay, right, enough. okay, yeah. yeah. That, that's how I break because I can't yeah. choose one over the two. Yeah. So if early it stages of dating, yeah. yeah, that's definitely one. Early stages for me, if they weren't nice to hospitality, it, it's it's almost a deal breaker. But someone yeah. who's not nice to hospitality, I feel like for me, it's a big red flag. Um, second would be um, second for me. I think is how open minded they were about certain things. Like I definitely want to date. So like if there's some things you're just saying no to, like whether it be oh. I'm never going to try that in my life, whether it be something spiritual, sexual, or like physical or yeah. social. Like, I understand everyone has boundaries, but like sure. some people are definitely more closed minded than others. So, open mindedness at the mid stage. Nice, yeah. And third, if I ever got to the stage of introducing them to my family, my family goes out of their way to make everyone feel welcome and be nice to everyone. So I feel like if that wasn't reciprocated towards my family, that would be like... Respect. Yeah, yeah. that'd be off. Like, yeah, no, okay, not a yeah. chance, you know. So that'd be my three. What's what's your ones? You said you seem to be set on ones straight away. Well, there's a, there's a different one. Like if we're talking about different stages, like let's say in a, in a partner, like when you first meet them and you know when things are getting comfortable and mm. things towards the end when they're very serious when mm. it comes to like family or even engagement, like the one, it is a constant deal breaker. If you are not this person, then you don't even have a chance, period. Like you must respect and be open-minded about sex workers, mm-hmm. trans people. And understand that people of color do not have it as easier in this world. They just don't. Like, I, I need people to understand that. And especially the person that I'm seeing, I need them to be a, at least, to an extent, understanding and be open to listening. Mm. Yeah. So that that is definitely important, to, to listen and respect others, especially. Being that I'm in the LGBTQA community, both of us are, mm. we've faced, you know, I've different and varied uh, uh, adversaries throughout like growing up even to, <clears throat> even yeah, in totally. adulthood it still has its own version of you know what irks us on the side and stuff like that so mm. but yeah definitely respect for sex workers trans people people of color is a different just if the person's respectful just to, in general like, just uh, in, yeah as long as the person's nice mm. that's it. like as I keep saying to people being nice is not fucking difficult well again kindness is its own reward yeah, and I, I feel it. like the difference is it's like i don't expect someone i date to understand everything about the way i look at the world sure yeah or the yeah, people who are totally. close to me like you know the friends and family i don't yeah. expect you to understand everything about the way they look at the world yeah, yeah because sure. i have disagreements with my family absolutely but yeah. it's like just you can you can certainly respect it. It's yeah, like no, you can totally. respect to agree to disagree. Mm. Mm. You know, so I feel like, yeah, 
understanding and respect are not not the if same. If the person but, uh, if the person respects their mother. Oh yes. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I've learned. I I've learned mom, that. So. Uh, yeah, I've definitely learned that in the past. Mm. But um, as Dean Martin said, any man who loves his mama is man enough for me. Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. I have. I'm. My uh, past, re- oh, only relationship I've ever actually had. Um, the guy I was with, he was just, he just taught so rudely to his mum sometimes. Like she was a burden. Yeah, oh, and I'm like, that's it. just not how you talk that's to your gross. own mum. Yeah. He'd be calling her like, he'd be calling her cunt. He'd be like, you know, oh. like really, mm. or like just calling her cunt's one thing but like you know he just the way he talked to her mm-hmm. and at her and all that kind of stuff and it's just like wow and then i got treated with pretty much the same treatment if not worse well that's really red flag to you actually that's if you know any girls out there listening i would you know <laughs> that's something i definitely if i i'm ever cursed with children um Thought of ch- I'm, gotcha. I'm willing for my mind to be changed someday, but at the moment, the thought of children scares the shit out. Oh um, my god! Yeah, but, I could. I could I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. if I ever had daughters, that would be my advice: is like watch the way they treat their mother, because that will be the reflection the way mm-hmm. they treat you. Absolutely. And uh, you know, I get mums can absolutely be a pain in the ass. My mum is the biggest pain in my fucking ass, yeah. but like also. I, eh, they're generally a pain I in the ass. They're generally a pain in the ass for there's a reason. Too, there's too yeah. much about my character that I like that I owe to my parents, particularly my mum. Oh, I'm, like, I'm yeah. apart apart from my looks, I'm nothing like my parents. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm a good squish mix of like look wise of my mum and my dad, personality wise and whatever otherwise. Who knows who's got you it? You don't connect with your parents no. that way. I feel like my mum's way. I definitely well. have my. Mum's my mum has a way with people that I think I definitely inherited. Yeah. For the most part, and I, I owe that fully to her, and certainly an element of my humour, which is a big part of my personality. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and then I credit a lot of things to my dad too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> mum is definitely worth a lot of praise there. So yeah. Anything else from you guys? Uh, Red flag. There's so many to be honest. Yeah, there are a lot. I mean, if a person's got a stinky breath. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, not great. Like, bad breath is just. mm, I just can't. I just can't do bad breath and bad body smells. I feel you. Mm. Mm, Just making me all hippie cheeky thinking about it. But Mm. yeah. Yeah. Bad breath is a definite. I get so self conscious of the way I can smell. Because I remember one time I came home from a. Like a four-day bender. Oh, you would have been a bit pongy. I was pretty you bad. You would have been a bit pongy. You know that, I mean, you wouldn't, like, anyone out there, but there's that space between your thigh and your genitals. And I was like, I just gave that a scratch, and I was like, gave it a sniff, and I was like, oh, shit. And time to hit the shower. Boom, immediately, like, just roll on the body wash, roll on the soap. Roll and, it all on, yeah. yeah. And that was, that was a bad smell, but that was not how I am regularly. Um... Yeah, mm. good. I mean, I think we all stink from time to time. Oh, who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it's most of the time I respect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... At so the end of the night... walk around... Yeah. It, it's offensive. Yeah. It, like, makes me dry <sighs> heave and, like, you know, makes my eyes water. And I just do not want to be in that area with 
around that person. Good hygiene is just common decency. Good hygiene is common mm. decency. It's definitely mm. common decency. Mm. Like, you know, how hard is it to brush your teeth and roll on some deodorant or spray on some deodorant? It's literally the easiest thing in the world. You know, it's not, it's people really say hard. people say as well like, oh, do it. Like anyone out there who says, first off, anyone out there who says, oh, this causes uh, like mental deterioration in regards to deodorant or like cancer in regards to food you realize they say that about everything everything causes cancer these days yes literally everything Everything us sitting down right now having this podcast is probably causing us cancer absolutely yeah 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 yeah. this water is full of cancer yeah 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 yeah, that light is emitting cancer yeah yeah eating pussy and ass causes cancer cancer. and i will keep doing it so fuck it you know (laughs) Yeah, smokers smoke smoke, so I'll do the other. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, I think people are just like really full on about all that. Like, yeah. Uh, when, but yeah, like definitely public, like when you're in public, like I just, I still if believe If you're on in, like a bus or a train. And, and just being and, hygienic. Like, and you're close to it's someone polite. who's stank. It's not nice. It's not nice. Like, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not so foolish to think that oh you know you, you're a human being of course you're going to smell a certain way like when you die you smell a certain way yeah so, like yeah Your we're, we're made body of, starts, stops living so you're gonna stink yeah we're made of like a living matter so we're gonna smell but like yeah definitely <clears> like you know if you're gonna go out in public and be around people especially in close proximity just no, don't, it's, not, it's not even just the smell it's more like be clean. Mm. I think is the is the is the is yeah what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Just, just be clean around people, you know. Like it's not hard. It might, like might, like we, even when we went through the pandemic, it's like, you know, you were constantly told to always like always, do the yeah. alcohol, make sure you you know <clears throat> what I mean? Like what is being expected of you is less than that. So yeah. it shouldn't be that hard. Mm. If you could do what you could do in the pandemic, then you can do the basic stuff now. Every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now for the rest of your life. It was taught to you as a child. You can do it now. You can do it now. Exactly. I remember that. I know in different cultures it's very different depending <clears throat> on... Yeah, but know, we're here in Australia. But we're, so. we're, here, yes. in a, we're here in a city, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I totally get it. Like, we're yeah. here, in my opinion, you know, I'm not saying it hasn't got its own problems, but what other country would you rather live? You know, I think obviously no country's perfect, but mm. I think when you look at, you know, the amount of... The amount of things we enjoy here socially and culturally in Australia, it, it, it stacks up pretty high. There are a few places yeah. in the world I would rather live. So, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Mm. And in this country, we fucking bathe. You know, <laughs> so yeah, let's maintain that standard. Yeah. yeah. If you smell a little bit at the end of a big night, though, I won't judge you, okay? That's the end of a big night. You're going to have a bit, you're going to be a bit pongy. Well, if you've shut yourself after a bottle of rum, I understand. Yeah. You know? Oh, my That's God, it. Yeah. Like, no shame. Yeah, no, no shame. Rum. <laughs> well, I think we've had an hour and 40. The time has flown on that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at that. Shall we, do you girls have anything you'd like to plug? Um, no, because mm. it's, it's happening this Friday. Mm. No one's going to hear about it because no. this went air for two weeks. So yeah, it would already, already have passed. Um, oh, um, I'm not in it. I'm not doing it, but I could plug the crowd of the court that's happening in November, I guess. Oh, go on. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. It's just a competition that's happening in November. Well, um, you can uh, follow me on Instagram at badgalrubymua. And you can also follow some of my work that I do with my sisters at Drag Diva Spectacular. Um, yeah, 
like that's probably pretty much it at the moment. Yeah. We are doing oh, yeah. yeah. So there's there's crown of the there's crown of the court that's coming up at the corner hotel. I'm not actually sure of the date, but that's a another uh, drag uh, competition for drag artists, um, as well as a <clears throat> pop royalty, which is currently currently happening. Currently yes. happening right now. I think we're in week the, four. Is yes, we've got two more weeks left of it. This Thursday, um, next Thursday, and that's done. And. Yeah, aside from that, we've got our final night of Sideshow, which is this Saturday, I believe, and that's it. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, my Instagram handles, handles also The Adam's Apple, if anyone wants to follow me. The Adam's Apple. The Adam's Apple. Give it a follow, motherfuckers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Follow me or else I'll kill you. Mm. I don't care if you actually follow me or not. If you like my shit, follow me. <laughs> Oh, motherfuckers, I'm telling you to. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Profeshi Anal DJ and A Rates, episode 22, I think. Mm. Mm. What should we name this? Because I always like, to, before we sign <coughs> off, I always like to uh, let the guests think of a good name. Uh, I actually thought of the name for the last set of guests because they couldn't do it, which was Jackson and Coke and Lol Loser. Mm. And the name I um, came up with was A Loser Drinks Coke. So, mm. um, a jewel and an apple. A jewel and an apple. Oh, that's cute. A jewel oh. and an apple. A jewel and an apple. That's cool. That's yep. actually quite cool. Mm. A jewel and an apple. Yeah. 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 Nice. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for mm. having us. It was a good time. Professionally anal DJ and A rates signing.